Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fresh Takes Gaming Podcast, episode 33, the video game podcast that brings you fresh takes on the game industry news, kerfuffles, rebuttals, and general drama. Yeah, that's happening. <laughs> that's what we do here. Um, if you like that, if you like what we're doing, check out our YouTube channel at bit.ly slash watch FTG because we don't have a vanity link yet, which leads me into our 100 subscriber giveaway because we need 100 subscribers to get that vanity link that we so desire. So in order to do that, we're doing the giveaway. 100 subscribers, there's a video. It'll be linked down in the description below. Click that comment on it, subscribe to the channel, and then you'll be entered into the giveaway once we hit 100 subscribers. So that's that. No sponsors this week, which is okay because we sponsor ourselves sometimes and that's all that matters. <laughs> so anyway, um, that is what's going on. We are going to get into things, but first I will introduce myself. My name is Evan. I am one of your hosts and I'm joined by my co-host, Nick. Say hello, Nick. Hello. What's going on, everybody? So it's been a busy I'm week. Excited. I am excited too. I like your shirt, man. I like your shirt tonight. Zombie <laughs> Task Force. That's what's up. So got a little bit of a new setup going on cameras on a different side of the setup tonight so if i'm looking away it's because i'm used to turning left instead of right i feel like uh zoolander i can't you know can't turn right <laughs> can't, can't, turn right. can't turn right so blue steel, <laughs> blue steel baby <laughs> so that's what's going on um but yeah everything's been okay uh life's been busy you know covid's still doing its thing um election debates are happening but we won't get into that we've put it on our twitter we do not put political commentary in our gaming entertainment and in what we try to provide to you as a listener or viewer so that is a solid promise from us here we will keep <laughs> our political views out of it because it seems to be quite the issue of contention right now across games media and games media personalities they just like to put it out there and rally around their particular candidate we ain't having it you want to know about game stuff? We're going to give you game stuff. You want to know our fresh takes? We're going to give you our fresh takes without political commentary. It doesn't belong here. No. That's a fact. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I guess we'll get into it. We're a little behind. We had a delay the other week. Um, unfortunately, we, didn't, we weren't able to get to the show. Um, but family's always first here, Fresh Takes Gaming. That's one of our main pillars of our community is we're family first. You can't show up or do something or participate in something because of family. Totally understand. It's good. Family's always first. So how's the wife doing, man? She doing good? She's doing better now. Doing better. Yeah. Still not resolved, but okay. she's not crumpled up in the fetal position anymore. So that's good. <laughs> it's positive steps. Yeah. Positive it's, a, it's, a, it's a step in the right direction. Apparently. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. And I do have some delicious <laughs> coffee here, so I'll be drinking that. And you are just got I'm to cockless today. Actually, I left my mug at home. Whoa. I know. It's dude, it's, that's I think that's a first, man. My insomnia has kind of gotten out of control at this point. I sleep for like four hours mm -hmm. and I go to sleep at like six in the morning and then it's not good. I'm man. up. It's not good. So this is I'm what, trying to cut like caffeine out a little bit and some other stuff. So speaking of cutting we'll things out, speaking of cutting things out, bro, I'm cutting out the carbs. Really? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's um, we've mentioned it before. You know, the COVID cushion's a very real thing, and this thick boy's <laughs> this this thick boy's getting thicker. So, uh, yeah, it's when when the the clothes I have start not fitting real great. I mm, <laughs> not good, mm -mm, not good. So. No, I totally get that. Yeah, but good. you can't you can't um, you need a winter coat too, though. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not. I mean, I will never ever be a skinny dude like i know that like i don't know if it's not my dna it's just not gonna happen i will always be some some level of chonk okay like it's gonna happen it's just it's it could be a varying level you know it's gonna fluctuate possibly but there will be some level of chonk on me it's just how i am always been that way so yeah the biggest thing that i've ever done to try to like i've never done diets or anything like that i just i don't i don't believe in them there's there's so much science against it and i love like at the end of commercials you see they always end with with uh, active being active three times a week if you're active three times a week it's gonna affect how you look regardless of how the fuck you're eating so the way that i've always done it is that i just cut down my portion size 
because my my biggest problem is is I get stuck in that mentality. If it's on my plate, I gotta finish it. Well, that's how we were brought up, right? Like at least yep. I was. Like my parents were like, "It's on your plate. Clean your plate." Like yeah, clean your plate. And that's that's you know that's a and our fallacy. portion size is like double of the rest of the world, triple yeah. in some places. Yeah, we're we're Americans are just gluttonous. So I'm yeah. not arguing. No, it's just how it is. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I love yeah. cheese and sour cream. Like uh, that's never gonna leave. <laughs> no, no, never ever. I love dairy. Love dairy. <laughs> but so like, yeah. So you know, and part of what we do here, we'll get to the game stuff. We're not gonna yep. dilly dally too much, but we're gonna get to the game stuff and the topics. But we talk about our lives because we haven't seen each other in a little while. So that's what we do. Okay. Um. So yeah, going on slow carb stuff. Wife is you know helping me. She's definitely you know watching what I eat, helping with that. Almost to an sometimes it annoys me but that's because you know thick boy's not getting what thick boy wants so <laughs> sometimes you get a little grumpy but she has my best interest at heart and i love her for it um Hell yeah, but, man. yeah like last night i had like buffalo chicken lettuce wraps like protein all protein yep. like zero carbs in it i was pretty satisfied I had a little snack later of some um cheese dairy cheese and yeah. just like a couple pepperonis Again, just protein, no carbs, and then like I probably am I'm probably limiting myself carbs a little too strictly right now, but I want to I'd rather go hard initially and then slowly modify and find a good yep. baseline to keep going with. So anyway, this is not the Fresh Takes Diet channel. This is Fresh Takes Gaming <laughs> channel. <laughs> so but this um, is a wee fitness. <laughs> no. It is not. It is not. This is this is this isn't CrossFit, um, <laughs> but yeah. So other other news, we got this going on behind us now, or me. Oh yeah, it's gorgeous. So it's all like put together, a little something to add to the uh, to the variety here. So yeah, uh, I think that's Ori right now back there. Yep, it's great Ori. game, beautiful game. Yep. So let's get into it. Ori, Microsoft title. That's a great segue into our first <laughs> news. <laughs> Thank you, random slideshow picture back there of Ori. <laughs> So, <laughs> first, our first uh, first topic, which is a few weeks old now, but we're going to cover it anyway because, again, give our fresh takes on it regardless of when it took place. Um, Microsoft purchasing ZeniMax Entertainment, the, uh, the basically the publisher of owner of Bethesda. Um, how do you feel about that, man? I feel like that they're turning into Umbrella is what I feel like <laughs> for like gaming. <laughs> they're just slowly enveloping everybody. Um, the thing that bugs me, though, like, I think it's great. I really hope that they did kind of um, push Bethesda to, for, like, Fallout uh, to, like, update their engine. Because they, they, they use a very old engine that's how come it's so prone to breaking. And that's why we why Fallout 76 had the issues that it did. It uh, was a part of it. Let me say it that way. It was a part yeah. of it. Yeah. So I hope to see some changes like that going to their the core structure of their games. But I also... Um, I think it, it could be refreshing. We'll see what happens. I think we'll start seeing a lot more, you know, cash grabs because of, as a result of it, um, like my for transactions out the ass now. But um, I've, I'm still waiting to see stuff from the initiative. Like, this isn't new. They've been eating everybody for, like, ever. They've been doing it, what, past two years really hard where they're just absorbing companies like the Blob and yeah. pushing it in the initiative, and we're just not seeing anything coming out of it. I really, like, I'm yeah. inquiring minds want to know. We need to get some friends there is where we need friends. Is it's, it's, that is where we need friends. Yeah, <laughs> that is where we need friends for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they, they, they bought them for $7.5 billion cash, cash sale. So um, I only see this as a positive move right you're talking about fallout's engine you know microsoft mm -hmm. has plenty of of pull with the other studios they've bought with different engines they use that could be yep. implemented for future titles from the fallout series um i see it as a big win for game pass as we see already doom eternal is now part of game pass so that's already yep. a reflection of you know this 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 purchase so um i think it's all good news you know we have one of my favorite game series of all time Dishonored, oh, which yeah, is like, please, just Microsoft. Dirt. I know you're usually kind of hands off on the studios and what they're doing. Just, just nudge them a little bit. I would like another <laughs> Dishonored title because it is they are fantastic games. I love them. I think I love them more than Doom. 
I know they're kind of two separate things, but you heretic. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Doomslayer's gonna be knocking on my door life. later. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, then Wolfenstein, Elder Scrolls, Prey. Yeah. You know, all those. I'm sure, we'll all see them come to Game Pass as staples now as part of the service. What's um, funny is that I actually I, I I've seen the result of what's happened there. Um, manifest on LinkedIn. So they bought them and now Activision and uh, Bethesda and Raven software, which is like a little branch of Activision mm -hmm. um, are hiring plethoras of, of testers in my uh, area and stuff. Yes, oh. I applied. Um, I'm retired now so I can do things like that. Exactly. <laughs> hey, dude. So that That'd would be, be awesome. Fucking awesome. That, that would, would be, be like a serious bucket list thing. Um, Hell yeah, I will man. turn into Grandma's Boy is what's going to happen. Just yeah. minus the pot because I can't afford that many Cheetos. But <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, that's that's awesome, dude. That's awesome, dude. I wish you the best of luck with that for sure. It'd be cool. That would be totally cool, man. Be totally cool. But we'll see. Um We'll see how all that kind of transpires, but I really do. I want to see stuff from the initiative. I want to see, I want to see a fallout game run on unreal instead of dude, dude, <laughs> would that dude. not be awesome? That would look amazing. Can we have like, can we have some updated graphics? <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing so for sure. And really I'm not cool. even a huge fallout fan. I'm just not, that's franchise uh -huh. never really grabbed, grabbed on me, but I know enough about it. <laughs> to know it's very much a love hate situation for the P for the fans of that, that franchise. Yep. So you either like it or you don't. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So that that's what's going on there. I mean, that's it. I think it's a big move, you know, another feather in the cap for Microsoft, more or less. Of all the studios. But yeah, like you said, touch on the initiative. It's been crickets for a long time now. I've heard yep. nothing from this. They nothing. haven't acquired any really big new talent recently. Like they I'm were there for a couple months. Yeah. Every month was like a big name. Yep. I haven't seen um, any news like that. So I'm waiting for Microsoft to buy Sony. No way. Like no. I'm waiting until they get big enough that they just like absorb just Sony too. <laughs> yeah. They'll start yeah. with Nintendo. They'll just kind of like <laughs> slowly grab them up and then. Oh my gosh. Microsoft. They just They're like fucking umbrella. It's ridiculous, man. They got so much money. Um, mm -hmm. so speaking of Microsoft, there's another, uh, big player in the, the game streaming service now that launched, which is Amazon. So Amazon Luna got announced, you know, back ooh, yeah, about a month ago, like I said, we're a little late to it, but we're going to talk about it. So Amazon has revealed Luna, which is its cloud, cloud gaming service, similar to xCloud and Stadia. Yeah. Um, has early access this month. It's supposed to go live with early access and you can sign up to get an invite and all that stuff. Now, um, you know, they're, they showed the controller. The controller looks good. Um, it features an Alexa button, which when held down allows users to boot up specific games via voice commands, similar to what Xbox had with Cortana. Right. That's yeah. kind of how I picture that. Right. So, um, and the controller, you know, 50 bucks, not bad. It looks almost like an Xbox controller, similarly, similarly, you know, the offset uh, thumbsticks and then a D-pad and X, Y, A, B buttons and, and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I don't know how it's gonna, how it's gonna shape up because Stadia is kind of not really doing so well. So is this something where Amazon saw an opening because of Stadia's missteps? So we'll see. Yeah, I like, there's a part of me that wants it to be like cool because I've got I'm you know I'm like most of the the rest of the U.S. and pretty committed to my Amazon products and my house and stuff. Yeah. Um, but like the thing that I didn't pick up on is do I have to have uh, what is it the Echo? Right, an Echo or a, yeah, an Alexa, Alexa enabled device. No, I think the only thing you might need to have is a uh, a Fire Stick or a Fire TV device. Okay. 
to use that, um, to use the service. And the base service is going to be $6 a month. And they kind of have broken it out into channels, right? So $6 a month in this, you know, the, the Luna specific channel will feature, it says a broad selection of games from various developers. Um, so, and then where's the other thing I'm looking at? This is from Engadget, by the way. Um, Friend then, of them. Yes. People. So by the end of early access, Amazon is aiming to have around 50 games in Luna Plus, including Control, Resident Evil 7, Tacoma, Metro Exodus, and Sexy Brutale. Um, subscribers will have the option to pay more for additional channels, each of which will support curated or publisher-specific games. The first publisher... So like EA's going to have their own shit on there or something? Right. The first publisher on the Luna train is Ubisoft. And its channel will have around 50 games in early access, including same-day releases of upcoming titles like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Far Cry 6, and Immortals Phoenix Rising. So it's more than Stadia, but less than xCloud? Or less than uh, Game Pass, rather. Um, hmm... So it's like you pay six bucks a month, you'll have this initial channel of just like 50 games that you stream that are curated by Amazon. Or then you can purchase like a channel that is developer specific. So that's what I'm gathering from this. So like you'd yeah. purchase a Ubisoft channel, which gives you all the Ubisoft games or an EA channel or an Activision channel or whatever. So it's very interesting kind of format. Um, I guess you have to see the ultimate pricing on that when it comes out, like how much each channel is going to cost. Yeah. Because if you're only like, well, I only really, you know, I don't like EA games. You know, yeah. I only like Ubisoft games and that's, you know, Ubisoft plus Luna, you know, is 12 bucks a month or whatever. Okay. That's, Maybe, maybe that's something good for you. And all you need is a fire stick. You don't need to buy a four or $500 console. Yep. Maybe, maybe. maybe I, don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to see it in action a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of see stuff from the field of people actually doing the beta and, and all that and kind of see what's, what the good word is before I really kind of jump on that ship. Yeah. Well, I mean, from, from a business plan perspective, right. And I made a note on this, um, you know, I can kind of see this going with all of Amazon's offerings into like an Amazon one kind mm -hmm. of ecosystem where you have like your Amazon prime, you pay for Amazon prime yearly, right? Um, or sorry, Amazon one. And it's a all inclusive monthly fee of all these Amazon services, like, you know, Amazon prime shipping, Twitch prime, which you already get as an Amazon prime member. Um, you get the Amazon video stuff unlocked right like you have the free stuff with it but then there's well paid stuff so it's more paid for stuff that's unlocked with this um the amazon music unlimited is included ring security system and then you have amazon luna plus tacked into you know tagged into that for one big monthly fee the attraction there being it's one place you're paying versus oh i'm paying netflix i'm paying hulu i'm paying xbox i'm playing you know i'm yeah. paying all these all these different places and like yeah well okay it might be a hundred bucks a month but that's one payment of a hundred bucks a month versus all this different spread out stuff yep you know so i think if they play it right it could really take off for them with that you know and include like an extra channel subscription for your luna plus you know service with it and you can change that on a rotating monthly basis as more channels are added like okay i had the ubisoft one i don't want that anymore i can choose my other free one as this or that yeah and and you see that with like playstation network doing their their polls and then like uh, xbox games with gold so I, yeah. I could see that very well being a, a thing of it yeah I mean, put it that way it kind of sounds a little bit better yeah. sounds like it's sweet i mean 100 bucks sounds pretty high but i mean even if it's yeah i get what you put yeah I don't know. I can see that being pretty, pretty good, pretty good deal there. Could make an impact for sure. Oh man. But you know what? No, what else makes an impact? Long hours at game studios. That's right. That's my next segue. <laughs> crunch time. <laughs> yep. Crunch time is back at CD project red for cyberpunk 2077. So they promised CD project red promised 
a long time ago that they will not be doing crunch, but as of the end of September, they broke that promise and will be forcing employees to work six days a week. This See, oh. and I think that, that sucks, but I think that that's better than like other crunch times that you hear out there where it's like seven days a week, 12 to 14 hours. Like, Yes. So in regards to other developers and their stories of crunch, that this is on the less severe side for sure. Right. Yeah. So, um, but the thing is, now those other developers went on the record and said, yep, we're never going to do crunch. So mm-hmm. when a developer breaks a promise to their employees, it's a bad look. Regardless of the title, that is the reason behind the crunch, you know, mm-hmm. or the scale of it, of the project. Uh, it's just not, it just looks kind of bad. But this uh this comes to us from the verge. I'm gonna do a quick rundown here. Um, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 developer CD Projekt Red has told employees that six day work weeks will be mandatory ahead of the game's November 19th release date, even though the studio has repeatedly and explicitly promised it would never do that. On two separate occasions in 2019, studio co-founder to- told game journalist Jason Schreier how it would address crunch. Once even saying that we want to be more humane and treat people with respect. Seemed pretty clear from ex- excerpts like like this that Mandatory Crunch was not going to be part of it. So there's a little excerpt from the interview previously. Uh, Jason Schreier asked, if I'm a des- designer at CD Projekt Red and I say, you know what? I have kids. I have a family. I'm going to work from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day. And that's it. Even until the very end. Am I going to be okay with that? Co-founder says, yes, yes, no matter what, Jason replied. Co-founder says, yes, so you can commit to that. Co-founder says, we've committed to that already. I get where you're coming from, but at the same time, I I think it's on the kind of less side. And I think the public's been waiting for this game for a decade already. They've pushed back the date twice. I believe so. Yep. So they pushed it back twice already. Mm-hmm. Like there has to be a middle ground, like as a company, right? Just as a company, if you say that you're going to give it to your people, you're going to release your products at X amount of time and you're trying to be as humane as possible, whatever, you know, there has to be like extra push from the employees too, right? To be able to make that first deadline. Yeah. We've passed two of those now. So there has to be a middle ground. And it sounds like, sounds like a good compromise. Six days a week. It's not going to kill you for like a month. It's just not. I've, I've done worse. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's me being a prick, but no, I, I I agree with you, man. I I agree. I agree. I mean, again, if something worth reporting, it's less severe than some other uh, game developers for sure. Um, but the industry that is fraught with crunch and uh, huge amounts of extended hours and long work yeah. weeks um, for months at a time. The yeah, mental, mental health mental toll. Yeah, shit. it's <laughs> you know you got to take that all into account, man. You got to look at the people behind the product that you want made. So yeah, know, they're your they're your number one, you know, investment. So that's at least how I look at it. So if you're not taking care of them, one someone else will. Yeah, well, in some, most cases, in this industry maybe not. <laughs> yeah, true. True. Telltale Games, for instance. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. That's. That's. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> I just pop my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's rough. That's rough. But yeah. So there's that. But you know, we'll see. You know, the game's gonna come out. People are gonna love it, and maybe in the end, it'll just be like, oh, it was all worth it. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm. Well. Maybe to maybe to take a little bit of the salt out of the wounds, I guess maybe some kind of profit sharing on it on the back end, you know, because they're actually getting rewarded at that point, right? They're vested in what they've 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 put out so far. Yeah, that would kind of be cool. That would be but, cool. Who the hell is mowing their grass at eight thirty at night? Cricket. There's someone. I mean, I don't think there's any of those in my neighborhood, but you can never be too sure. I don't see Tyrone Biggums out there from Chappelle show. So I think I'm in the clear. <laughs> Y'all get some of them lawnmowers. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, dude, that's yes. Yeah, so I'm, I hear something I'm like, what the hell is that? 
Okay. That's funny. Yeah, moving along, man. We're keeping moving so we can get to our, our big topic of discussion. And I kind of want to hold – I've debated whether to bring this topic up or not because I honestly – um, we'll get to that later, but I'd honestly like a, a third party to, to take place in this discussion of the um, of the female gender, because mm. you okay. know, as Caucasian males, we have a specific view of things. Sometimes, even though we try to be more open minded, sometimes you know, as it, things as they may be, you only see one particular path with. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that topic. Yeah, you'll you'll I'm, understand. I'm, I'm interested. You'll get to that. We'll get to that topic. So next news story comes from us from the Xbox Wire. Xbox Game Pass members are now going to get EA Play on November 10th. So if you like EA Play and EA games, that's going to come to your uh, Xbox Game Pass subscription start in November. Now and then, I think New Year, it's coming to Game Pass for PC as well. So, which also... This news also tied into an email the next day about my Game Pass for PC subscription getting raised. <laughs> Not a fan of that. I'm like, you can, EA, you can keep that EA Play crap out of my Game Pass subscription and keep my price lower. I don't want it. Yep. But it's going to be there. Now, help me here because I'm, I'm kind of struggling a little bit. With EA, like anytime I think of EA, I always think I always think of Madden. I always think of like sports games. Yeah, FIFA, Madden. Yeah, what else do they have? So EA has Titanfall. Okay, EA has uh, Star Wars games. Yeah. <laughs> EA has um, Unraveled. I you know I never played that. It looked never cute did. As shit. Yeah, right? it looked really cool. Um, EA has uh, a lot of stuff. Yeah. So like Extra? Battlefront. Um, Battlefront, they have the new um, Star Wars uh, Force Awakens. Pretty much all the microtransaction games, they, they have a big hand in those. Cool. Right on. That's why I don't play them. Nice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's cool. I mean, you know, I took a poll when this first news came out, and most people seemed excited for it. I mean, that's cool. You know, don't don't let yep. my uh, saltiness for EA dissuade you. Um, we can all like different stuff, I promise. Uh, you know what? The best game is the game you like and how you like to play it. Yep. So even if it's Fallout seventy six. Even even if even if it's big facts. So it looks like you just got delivery. I did. Oh, beverage. Cracking a cold one. There you go. Oh, monster. There it is. There it is. What what fine person delivered you that beverage? Uh, Kira, I, Kira, I yeah, he was on a show a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, that's what's up. You want to say hi to Bob? Yeah, Kira. <laughs> Yo, what up, dude? Good to see you, bro. Yeah, so he's one of the other fine coffee roasters. Oh, nice, nice. So that's what's up. We we work out in the same building, and and today was rather brutal. So he went to go grab something much real quick and was kind enough to bring me a monster. Well, that's fantastic. <laughs> that is that is a good friend right there, bro. Yeah. That's a good friend. So anyway, EA, Game Pass, cool. Yeah. More more games to add to the library for your book. I, I, yeah. I can look for one. Yeah. So there's a bright spot. Yeah, there's a bright spot. Always look on the positive side. Even though we get we're salty old men. Um, yeah. we look on try to look on the bright spot sometimes. Fact. Fact. So speaking of Xbox and all things Microsoft. <laughs> this dude, I did not see this one coming, bro. This one caught me off guard, and the optics of it at first, when I read it, I was like, okay, it's not really gonna affect anything that much. But then, a few, like just last week, another article kind of touching on it, some more came out, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. What I'm talking about is GameStop and Microsoft are partnering. This. Yeah. This this is crazy. This came from the GameStop uh, press release on their site. So this this is nuts to me. So here we go. Uh, GameStop announces multi-year strategic partnership with Microsoft. Um, I'm going to try to summarize this because it is a long, long-ass read. Um, all the links to the uh, 
sources and news articles we pulled from will be in the description below, as well as the show notes for listeners in your preferred podcast platform listening thing of choice. So anyway, back to it. Partnership aims to advance GameStop's key strategic pillars and extend its digital omnichannel ecosystem. A bunch of word salad says we're trying to bring them back out of the six feet in the ground. <laughs> More Can or less. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's see. So uh, the company today announced it has entered a multi-year strategic partnership agreement with Microsoft Corp furthering advancing further advancing its strategy to expand its physical and digital video game offerings, as well as enhance the company's retail technology infrastructure. With over 5,000 retail stores worldwide and its world-class e-commerce platform, GameStop leverages its vast customer network, power-up rewards, and omni-channel capabilities to deliver enhanced gaming solutions to its customers. Keep in mind all those things that just said, this is from the GameStop website, so they're gonna bloat things a little bit and do a little puffing okay fact um through this partnership gamestop will standardize the company's business operations on microsoft's cloud solutions and hardware products to deliver rich new digital experiences to customers creating the ultimate gaming destination for gamers and its vision to be the premier omni-channel customer access point for video game products okay so that's that's the intro Let's talk about what this includes, this partnership. The partnership includes enterprise and commercial elements. So this is where I started saying, mm, this isn't really going to do much when I first read mm -hmm. this. And then the second article we'll get to after this that kind of touches a little more. Under this agreement, GameStop will standardize its backend and in-store solutions on Dynamics 365, which is Microsoft's portfolio of cloud-based business applications and customer data platform empowering associates with integrated experience across its business operations, including finance, inventory, e-commerce, retail, and point of sale. So it's basically saying this partnership with Microsoft, we're gonna use the Microsoft platform to manage our end-to-end -end business operations more or less, right? From inventory and warehouses to the POS system in the store. Microsoft is involved in that all the way. Okay, great. So it's gonna provide them real-time data, which is great on uh, customer preferences and purchasing history, real-time information on product availability, subscriptions, pricing, promotions, da 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 da, -da to provide a personal, differentiated and personalized in-store customer experience, which that's good. If that can be done, that is good. If it could provide a differentiated and personalized in-store experience, that would be great. I think, and I, I, I don't say this lightly, you will have to invest more in retraining the existing employees. Yeah. Um, and I said it because I think based on my limited GameStop experience over the last couple of years, I stopped going. So I can't, I'm only assuming it's gotten either the same or worse. Um, and based on these articles I've read worse. Um, and this isn't a slam on GameStop. We've always we wished them the best. We've thought of ideas to try to save them on previous episodes. But they've developed a culture of defeatism, I think, is kind of the really? is kind of kind of the from what I from what I read, again, I haven't gone to GameStop in forever. Most of them are closed down around me now, so um because it's the the passion of the sales associates doesn't really seem to be there like it was years ago. Yeah. And maybe that is from the, a culture thing from the top down. I don't know. I'm assuming it is where, you know, yet a company you is not doing well, you know, quarter of a quarter, they're making cuts, they're doing this, they're doing that, they're making changes, the whole, you know, let's make our store look like a hot topic. I'm sure they're, you know, that, that kind of <laughs> tanks morale, right? <laughs> yeah. People that apply at GameStop stores are usually people who love games. You start bringing in other things that are like not directly game related, maybe like, you know, third oh, party game. Yeah. Like <laughs> 4,000 Pokemon shirts that I have to walk through to get to the fucking register. Right. Exactly. That stuff. <laughs> that stuff. Yeah. It feels like I'm in a game hot topic. Yeah. Anytime I go in a GameStop anymore. I haven't been probably in year and a half two years okay because of the customer service 
And that's that's what I'm saying. That's a big part of it, right? Yep. And I'm not saying every store is like this. I'm not saying every person that works at GameStop is like this. I'm saying from the experiences I've had at the stores in my area are, are aligned with the experiences yep. you've had in your area. And we are on two separate ends of the United States coast. Yep. So that's that. Um, <laughs> just saying. So. Uh, let's see. Additionally, Associates will be equipped with new Microsoft Surface devices that will transform the in-store experience and help unlock new retail experiences in the future. Okay, so they're going to equip everybody with um, Surface devices to do their stuff. Um, that's cool. Um, blah, 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 blah. This is what this is one thing that I saw initially in this article that gave me a little bit of hope. GameStop has expanded its Xbox family of product offerings to include Xbox All Access which provides an Xbox console and 24 months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate to players with no upfront cost. So that's, so that's a program that was exclusive to Microsoft before, right? Like that was something that Microsoft and Xbox were strictly doing called All Access, where you could go through their website, pick your Xbox, which version Xbox you wanted, and they would do like a basically a no-interest payment plan through a third-party financing company and just like you pay a monthly fee like twenty four ninety nine or thirty four ninety nine I think it was. So you had like Xbox One S package, Xbox One X package. So that's cool they're able to do that now at GameStop. Yeah. So that that kind of perked me up a little bit. Okay, that's kind of a cool move because people are like, oh I want to trade in some games or do this or that and they're like, oh hey, you want to get an Xbox? Well no, I can't afford you know I can't afford that. Well there's no upward cost. So, hmm, <laughs> tell me more. Yep. So, so and, 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 and you know that that kind of aligns with everything that's become a uh, as a service model, right? Mm -hmm. There is no just purchasing purchasing things outright as much as there used to be anymore. So this we're we're in a renting mindset now or a leasing mindset for most everything anymore. So. Uh, this kind of aligns with that. So uh, I'm okay with it. I think it's a good deal. So, but yeah, what do you think, man? That, I, I threw a lot of words at you. Well, I think that, <clears throat> well, there is a lot to digest in, just in that, that right there. Um, I'm interested, just on a, on a side note, I'm interested, like, if I go into the GameStop, if I'm going to unlock an achievement. I think that'll be kind of cool. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. I, I think that, that with that kind of partnership, I think that there is a lot of room for getting back to the basics. You know, we were talking about how it just it feels like when you go to a GameStop, for us in our various experiences, it feels like it's really not about the gaming community anymore, right? It's like a cash grab. Mm -hmm. And it, it shows throughout everything they do. Through this merger, you know, you can talk a lot of shit on Xbox. You can talk a lot of shit on all the different platforms. But when it comes down to community, uh, Xbox is pretty hardcore about taking care of the community yeah. and actually giving stuff to the community. And I think if they can, if if GameStop can glean some of that and they can get some tutelage and getting it back to the gaming community, I think that it, maybe we could see a resurgence of GameStop's not sucking. We Which, could see like the the midnight parties for game releases again, yeah. And because I went to a couple of those, I thought they were amazing, man. I had so much fun at the Halo Two one. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they used to be awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, and uh, I would love to do stuff like that again. Yeah. But, uh, we'll we'll see. I I, I hope I'm very hopeful. But That's good. Until we see execution, I don't know. Yeah. So, speaking of hopeful. It's looking even more hopeful for GameStop, even after that article, because another one came out from Ars, Ars Technica that says, Microsoft will give GameStop a share of Xbox's digital revenues. This is crazy. This is, yeah. I've never heard of this. I've never heard of this. Um, so more or less, they're, they're, the portion of the revenue sharing is still up for debate, apparently. Right, so, um, buried in the press release. So, this is referencing. Someone actually took time to read the whole, that whole press release. I was just <laughs> condensing. 
They basically uh, quote a part here. Uh, that announcement focused, focused heavily on GameStop agreeing to use Microsoft's cloud infrastructure, but buried in that press release, though, was a vague sentence that could be much more important to GameStop's future. GameStop and Microsoft will both benefit from the customer acquisition and lifetime revenue value of each gamer brought into the Xbox ecosystem. Hmm. And then, um, so <laughs> they say investors honed in on that sentence. Someone quotes, I received an email GameStop Investor Relations Representative Eric Cerny. Yeah, I received an email from Eric Cerny. And in the email, he said, we are allowed to state we will receive a portion of the downstream revenue from any device we will bring into the Xbox ecosystem. I, I, I don't know. It, it might give them that, that, that kind of surge that they need. Because yep. what it's been, how many months has it been since they've actually had a quarter that was profitable? It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Not even being hateful, like you're trying to talk smack, like it's a legit question. It's been a hot second since GameStop had his, had a profitable quarter, and I just ugh, painful. It is painful. It is painful. And then further in the article, it says, um, they how they outlined it was. With the conversations with GameStop management, this is how it was outlined. The way it's going to work is for every Microsoft Xbox console that GameStop sells going forward, GameStop will get some percentage of the revenue from every digital full game download, DLC, microtransaction, and any subscriptions as well. Wow. That's a lot. That's like everything, bro. The only thing they didn't, the <laughs> yeah, only like thing they didn't list there was accessories. Like... Even if that's like just a quarter percent per customer or something, you know, that would yeah. be, that could be a lot of money. Yeah. Could be a lot of money. I want that deal. Right? <laughs> Sign me up. Sign me up. Sign me up, bro. I'm going to have a jacuzzi filled with Fago at the end of it. That's what's going to be going Oh, God. Jacuzzi filled with Fago. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's good. That's so good. <laughs> no, who doesn't want a tub full of Fago? An adult yeah, entertainer that's getting <laughs> that got legal action taken against her by Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Terrible segue. Terrible segue. But <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. These segues, they just they're not good. <laughs> so uh, again, this comes from our friends at Ars Technica. We have plenty of friends okay, there. Great if people. you didn't know, great. Yeah, talk, talk to them. Talk to them every week. <laughs> so, um, Nintendo forces rebranding for adult entertainer Pokey Princess. Digital and Princess now, right? It's, yeah, she has changed her name now to Digital Princess. So, Nintendo has issued a cease and desist order against a popular social media influencer for using Pokemon branded and branding and imagery in her handle and products. But while the influencer formerly known as Pokey Princess acknowledges her legal mistakes, she also feels she has been targeted by Nintendo for a very specific reason. She quotes, Nintendo doesn't want people to think I'm in any way, shape, or form affiliated with them or that I have a partnership with them, and it all comes down to me being an adult entertainer. Yes. Yeah. I mean it's like a company that's focused on kids, duh. Like I'm not right? trying to be hateful. No, are you doing like, like ball trips with the Pokeball? You know, like what do you <laughs> Right? Like Right? Like I don't even I'm like that, but that... I, you know, I read the article too and she was actually really cool about it. It seemed like she was really cool about it. She's like, Yeah, you know, just business, I totally understand. She mm-hmm. didn't, it didn't look like she was taking, she was salty about it at all. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is too, like. It's not an adult thing. <laughs> she has a t-shirt that actually has a Pokeball on it though. One of her like branded yeah. merch. So I'm like kind of asked for yeah. it. Like it's one thing to have yeah, a name. Kind of play. But if you start taking like legit 
imagery from their brand and putting it on your stuff and selling it like no yeah they're, they're, they're gonna get you they'll find out and they will end you <laughs> yeah nintendo doesn't play they 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 are just brutal they will copy strike a uh, youtube video it's like a drop of a hat yep instantly mm-hmm. if you're doing their stuff without permission yep you have to go through a whole process to get okay to use their stuff it's crazy it's crazy yeah i think i looked at some of their stuff because i was like oh it'd be cool to do a couple streams and stuff with nintendo and i was like no nah, i'm good yeah <laughs> Yeah, and they, they, they've lightened up a little bit on it, but they're still kind of like, meh. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. So The company's been around since, what, the first or second World War? They used to sell, uh, they used to sell hmm. ca- uh, card decks. Okay. They used to sell little, little, little uh, actually like in-person games before they went, went that route. Huh. So it's something that. That, that's very dear to the people that, that work there. It's like a cultural deal, you know. So yeah. I, I get how they want to protect it and stuff. Sure, sure. And I, if I, you're, I, I can't tell you how much. When <laughs> I can't stand pokey porn anymore, I can't. <laughs> I can't handle it in my Google searches for stuff like it. It hurts my face, man. <laughs> Pikachu shouldn't be used like that. Don't do it. <laughs> So I kind of know where they're coming from, man. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you. I understand. Oh, God. So, yeah, apparently she's had that name, uh, the Pokey Princess name, for like eight years. So it's kind of a a change. So now she's known as Digital Princess. Um, Yeah. So... Yeah, you but can't go using Pokeballs. No, you can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. So, oh. yeah. So, adult entertainers, man. So that that leads us into the topic, with eh, a little bit of time left. But again, maybe we should keep it for another show. I think we, I know which one you're talking about. Yes. And I think it would be good to get a different point of view. Yes. So I. So are going to save down? I think we're going to save it. I don't know. I'll get someone. I'll get someone in here. I'll see who I can who I can con into coming on this train wreck of a show. <laughs> hey, friend. Hey, hey, bud. Um, got an hour to spare on Saturday night. <laughs> you know, any plans Saturday? Nothing weird. <laughs> you know, nothing. Nope, nothing weird. Um, yeah, we're gonna yeah. talk about video game stuff. Yeah. All game stuff. Yep. Adult conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll save it. So the topic I'll lead into it maybe for the next episode if I can get some um oh gosh, I almost used the wrong choice of words. Nice. Uh, I almost you said female Somebody. talent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right after the end of that topic. Oh, <laughs> uh, poor poor choice of words, Evan. Poor choice of words. Um get get a uh, a well spoken you know, friendly, personable female from the streaming community or active in video games to come on here and talk about this topic. And this is the topic. Are you ready? I'm ready. I hope you're ready. Hope you're ready. (laughs) I've noticed a trend lately and maybe I'm late to the game. Maybe I'm just, I don't know, old, all are possible. There seems to be a rise and I'm not saying it's a one-to-one. I'm not saying it's always 100% true. I'm saying a rise no. in the amount of folks in the game industry. Now, that could be very popular people or popular game streamers or smaller game streamers. It doesn't matter. Having OnlyFans accounts, which as far as I know, as far as I know, OnlyFans is for 18 and up content, if you will. Lewd content. Lewd NSFW. content. Yes, NSFW content. And maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't have an account there. I don't plan to have an account there. So this is a very um, cursory opinion from what I've seen and and know from social media about the platform so i think it's 
behoove us to have a female's take on on this, right? And what uh-huh. this is, what it entails. You know, if they even have an OnlyFans, if they don't, doesn't matter. Just kind of what their their view of it is, what they think is the reasoning behind the rise of it, and you know, is it is there more than meets the eye, or is it exactly what we think it is? So, I, you know, I, I want to be proven wrong sometimes. Well, I don't know. It sounds like I'm going to be doing research at like two in the morning so my kids don't bust me, but. <laughs> I'll take one for the team. I'll go, go look this up. Go, go use that in private browser. I, I, I wonder because there's, and this is one of those things that there's a difference, right? There's a difference between X-rated content and, and um, lewd content. And then like maybe some risque kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a difference if I'm just posing sexy, like topless, right? But you're not seeing any of my little bits. Right. You know, and, and there's another kind of deal if, you know, it's me versus a school bus full of people, you know, it's, there's, there's kind of a different deal. So, right. I don't know. I, I think that it could be a good topic, but yeah, I don't feel confident enough right now to be able to talk it. Cause that's something I don't frequent. Yeah. Same. same and here. I'm not giving anybody that does. I don't give a shit. Like whatever, as long as you're not hurting anybody, like whatever. I don't get pushed. Sure. <laughs> facts, big facts. So yeah, man. So that's something y'all can look forward to hopefully in one of the upcoming shows, maybe the next show, um, will be, when will it be? Cause Halloween, we won't be doing one the week of the weekend of Halloween, unfortunately. So we're going to have like a two or three week gap, um, two week gap between cause Halloween, you know, family stuff, family first, see, it just all goes family back first. together. So, um, hopefully well, that, that, and that's, yeah, that's exactly. That should hopefully give, give me enough time to maybe secure, um, a guest host for, for that topic of the show and we'll probably keep it limited to just that topic maybe okay. yeah, um, I'm down. and do may or maybe just do a very quick cursory game news like rundown like you know maybe 15 minutes of that Archo, man. Archo is a great she's yeah yeah for, yeah. Awesome, yeah i've i've hopped in i've watched some of her youtube content i haven't um she used to be on mixer i don't know if she's on youtube streaming now or if she's on twitch i think hmm I don't know. I have to look it up. So I'm not sure. I, I I don't know. But she's actually moved into actually doing game dev stuff now too. Oh really? She's with the dev studio. Oh, that's yep. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, so okay. she'd be a good one. Okay, I will. I will. I love you, Scruncho. Even though that I don't talk yeah. too much, but yeah, yep. facts. Okay, cool, man. Cool. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll check it. Check her out. Um, see if I can reach out to her and get a response. I mean, I know if she's in dev stuff, she's probably super busy too. So, um, yep. But yeah, we'll go with that. Um, I think that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. Thank you all for watching or listening. And again, we are Fresh Takes Gaming. Peace out. Deuces!